0: Everybody likes guns. Just
1: don't know it. Deep of soul, a to get out welcome to new shooter Canada please remember that the show's content and word pronunciation is simply the opinion of the hosts and their guests hello and welcome to new shooter Canada episode 239. As always, I am your hostess, Amanda, and with me I have some familiar faces and one that's not. One of these things is not like the other. Today I have (laughs) Thomas. Good evening, Thomas.
0: Yes, the older one that's not the other. Hello, everybody.
1: (laughs) Uh, I also have my significant other, Josh.
2: Hello, how's it going, guys? Hey, Josh.
1: Yeah, and a special guest with us, Dustin... Dustin, why don't you come on and say hello?
3: Hello, everyone. Yeah,
1: nice to have you with us. Uh, so, uh, Dustin is a special guest that Josh had uh, set up. So, Josh, why don't you uh, what, do a little quick blurb about why you brought our guest on? Then we'll go ahead and talk about what we did in Guns.
2: Yeah, I'm sure we'll I'm sure we'll get into it later. But I mean, uh, I've always been. Uh, kind of interested in Dustin's shop uh for a while like I've been driving down the highway and always see the sign even before I got interested in guns I'd always see the sign and kind of wonder about it but never seemed to be open and then uh all of a sudden they had a reopening so Amanda and I popped in there and I've been following them on Facebook saw they had a a turkey contest but we'll let Justin talk about that later but I started messaging uh about that and kind of chatting back and forth with uh, someone else there, and, and it kind of just came to be, so we thought it might be interesting to have them
1: on. Alright, perfect. Well, we're glad to have you with us, Dustin. So, how about we kick things off? Dustin, what did you do in guns this week?
3: Um, Did a lot of orders. We got a lot of orders in this week.
1: Oh, very good. Any Anything in particular that was tickling Browning, everyone's fancy?
3: Browning shotguns and Winchester shotguns. We got a, quite a shipment in this week, so it's Um, We'll be stocked up for turkey season, deer season, and uh, for waterfowl and whatever else that someone needs. we got a good selection in this week. Um, Brownings and meat have been hard to get.
0: Mm -hmm. What about ammo? How's your uh, ammo supply?
3: Very good. We have a very large selection. Um, Probably more than both of our suppliers combined. Excellent. Excellent.
0: Perfect.
3: Did you do any shooting yourself or just work stuff? Just work.
2: Oh,
1: that sucks. <laughs> well, at yeah. least you got to uh, work in an environment that you love, right? So, yeah. can't complain. No, yeah. certainly not. All right, Thomas, what have you been up to?
0: I actually did go shooting, uh, but it was work stuff shooting. Uh, we had a big group shoot, and we also had the Glock Rep come in. So, we had 12 brand new Glocks, a mix of 17s and 34s, uh, some with optics, some with adjustable sights. Um, something I'd never had before probably about 90% of them had their firearms licenses already which is not unusual for what I do so I actually made them with the people that didn't have the licenses it was one-on-one we did the loading and everything else but people that had their pal and taking the safety course we let them load up and fire away And it was nice playing with that uh, with I didn't mind the 34 nice trigger I could group on it but man that thing just does not fit my hands it's I just wish it, it wasn't such a block because it's got a nice long sight radius and it's got the the side uh, is lightened in the front and it, it shot beautifully, really accurate. But if I had to shoot that thing over a long period of time, my hand would be killing me. It's just it's just an unnatural. You've always,
2: yeah, you've always complained about Glocks. Yeah. yeah, like
0: they're they're a good gun. I'm not complaining. I'm complaining they don't fit my hand. Well,
2: that's so, that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're a good
0: product. Uh, is, there, what, is there anything new? Was there anything new? Interesting. Uh, just the optic. I hadn't fired one with the optic yet. Yeah. And actually it wasn't bad. I was surprised with my, with my eyes and problems I was having, I was able to keep them all in the black and have a half decent group with them. So I still don't want a Glock, but I don't <laughs> mind shooting them. You know, they're reliable. I've never seen one fail. So
2: mm-hmm. Is that uh, Glock twenty two selling well?
0: I don't know. I haven't I don't work in, in the gun shop. I'm strictly range right now. Uh, yeah. So I don't. I'm not behind the counter these days, unfortunately. So I, I it's to see what comes when it in,
2: out, but I just wondered if it maintained the popularity. <laughs> uh, I don't think so.
0: I don't yeah. think so. Uh, it's Anything there's a lot else? better 22s out there for the money. Like you know, yeah. Yeah. A, a 22 yeah. is is a great. It's supposed to be a high precision gun, and the Glocks aren't. So, yeah.
1: Fair enough. I know I didn't. There's only one Glock that I think I liked shooting. Any other experience I've had with one, I'm I'm not a big fan of. You
0: shot one at the ladies' day, I think?
1: I shot, like, two or three at the ladies' day. Okay.
0: Yeah. That said, though, we do have, uh, the store did buy the manager's Glock, and it's a full-blown race gun, and we use it for the rentals, and he's had the whole grip um, restructured (laughs) with that stucco pattern. Oh, yeah. That's a nice gun. That fits my hand. That I like but you know like stippling it it all stippling it was all rounded off it it felt like a really nice 1911 in my hands actually that's Mm -hmm. a nice one but you know that's the problem if you get uh, a stock product and in order for fit me i'm gonna have to go out and spend all kinds of money on it it's it's not worth it to me
2: yeah might as well get mm -hmm. something else yeah
0: yeah and the store's all stocked up we got our winchester and browning ammo uh guns in and we got all our turkey loads so we're set up for turkey season two
3: it's good, that, it's good to see the product coming in.
0: It is, it is, because I, I was off a bit for COVID, and I saw some of the pictures, and I was really surprised to see how uh, empty the gun shelves were. It, uh, ammo, we were okay, especially on the 9mm, because we, we ordered a massive order before the, because uh, we knew it was coming, we stocked up. But once hunting season hit last year, everything just tapered off so fast, we couldn't get anything for quite a while. So all the hunters of the Week said, you'll be able to get all your loads and guns this year.
3: This, this year I've seen 20 gauge turkey loads are hard to get yeah yeah
0: last year was the uh, 20 gauge um, slug guns from savage they were the hard thing to find because they're so popular
3: we got a few of them in. we even got a, a savage um, that's a with a thumbhole stock gray laminate
0: 22 or a center
3: fire. Mm-hmm. very good. uh shotgun oh excellent excellent 20 gauge and it's a uh,
0: 20 gauge I find a lot of people are actually selling the 12s and getting the 20s because the 20s shoot a little bit softer and they shoot flatter.
3: Yeah. And And I I also say that Savage's warranty is superior. We had a problem with uh, one of the shotguns, the bold action. Uh, We sent it to them. They called me the day they're going to work on it. They sent it back in the middle of the next day and not an issue after that.
0: Yeah, I know (laughs) the gunsmith. He's actually uh, married to my old boss. Yeah, he's fast. They're really good. We've had great yeah. service with them even before uh, Max started working there. We I've had a Savage where there was just a little bit of the um, the coat was flaking off. It didn't look good, and we sent it back and they repaired it. looked brand new and and we got it back within a week. So.
3: And service yeah. is one is a key thing.
0: Yeah, and they're local, right? You're you're sending it up to Lakefield, so you don't have to worry about it. You know, if it's got to go to the states. Yeah
1: that's it yeah that's a whole different ball game so yeah.
0: and all
1: right the, the and, only other
0: thing i did i just heard something really disturbing i know uh, a lot of us a lot of our listeners are in the knives in, in the knife community um there's a designer named islam isham and uh, he designed the mckenna and a lot of civivies he's got about eight or nine knives out there young man 27 uh, looks like a, a young salvador dali And uh, apparently there was a traffic accident. Uh, I I don't know all the information. I just what uh, I've heard that one of the YouTubers read off the police blotter, but he's been killed. Um, The police responded to an accident where a car had rolled over in the ditch. And when they arrived, Islam had a handgun. He was ordered 41 times to put it down. and He did not. And the police shot and killed him. Oh no! And he's one of the most popular. He was only 27. Um, one of the most up, popular up and coming knife designers. Uh, he's I know at least 15 of his knives out there. He's he's super popular. So I don't know all the details. It's just unfortunate that the uh, member of the community had to die in such a fashion. Yeah,
1: totally. That's uh, that's eye opening. Mm-hmm. So
0: bringing fi- bringing a negative firearm thing into it too. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. But- If you're told 41 times to drop it and you don't drop it, you know, and you make a threatening move, that's they do what they're trained to do.
2: So, sorry, where was this, Thomas?
0: I don't know. It was just, it was in the U.S. Just before we got on the show, I just, I just, one podcaster mentioned him dying and I couldn't find anything. And then the second podcaster uh, mentioned that he went on to the police bladder. So I, I didn't research it any further. I didn't have time, but it was just kind of sad to hear. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. You say you had a lot of Civivi? Yeah, he has the the McKenna from Civivi. And it's, I really considered it, but when I did handle it, it was way too small. It was really, really tiny. But they're really angular, space-age type of designs. But mm-hmm. it's just unfortunate. You know, it's always sad when yeah. someone passes. Yeah, for sure.
1: Absolutely. So, All right. Well, Josh, do you want to fill in? That's a lot of stuff.
0: Not really.
2: I just I put in pictures to make to flesh oh, it out, just to, to make okay. it look like more.
1: Okay, okay. Well, we'll have to share that with the uh, community. So
2: it's uh. So I had uh, three unsuccessful uh, turkey face shooting attempts and didn't work out for me yet. Um, I went out opening opening morning at dawn and really that was probably my best chance. Um, I think I screwed it up though. I think it was all my fault. I had I had a good spot. I could see them. I could hear them. There's a ton of activity in the neighbor's field um i managed to call one over and he got hung up in the bush about 30 yards away i don't i don't know if he if he saw me or i was i was looking up later you know trying to figure out what i might have done wrong and either he saw me or or they said maybe you're calling too aggressively because once you once you call a time or two you, do, you should just kind of be quiet he knows you're there let him come in and i think when he was looking at me i was calling as well just because I, I wanted him to come over <laughs> so i think I think I was just, uh, I think I probably freaked him out just a little bit. I don't think he, he knew that I was sitting there, but he knew something was wrong.
1: But I, I also think that this this was the first time using a Jake and a hen for your, your uh, setup, and I think you had your Jake too far away from your hen. Because yeah, be, yeah. I think I think that it having so many feet away from it, like if it was closer, then he'd be like, well, "Oh, like more and, on the defense." And that's or, the
2: thing is after after that we were watching endless turkey videos on YouTube of you know how people set up their decoys and what they do and uh, everything else. So who who knows? But I I am gonna blame that on me. I think I I think I probably screwed that up. But I think where I was sitting, I think I was in the line of sight of where the decoys were and where he was coming over. So. I, w- I think I just did everything wrong in that one. But it was it was interesting to have the interaction, though. Like, I was grateful for that. Like, at least, you know, I heard them making noises. I kind of, you know, got one to come over and, and just, you know, at least I had that, right?
1: Yeah. Well, Dustin, you have to know that Josh's first experience was last spring. And someone already had a blind set up. Uh, they already had successful spottings. <laughs> And well, no, this is my point. This is my point. So, Josh literally got it within the first hour and a half.
0: Last year, I just went to the grocery he store. He literally
1: right? <laughs> at his friend's property. So, this year.
0: And then his friend his was big spotting for was... him, telling where it was coming from. Yeah, yeah he knew, exactly. So he was on his back porch, texting me.
1: And then he so, picked
0: him up in an ATV, gave him a beer, and drove him back. So, like, you know. yeah.
1: <laughs> so I mean, it was a great first experience, but so, so you know, uh, Josh was really. Spoiled? No, you really wanted to make a good effort this time around oh, and right. to make yeah. some changes is all I'm saying. Yeah. And I think this whole learning process is great. Like, yes, you had that great, successful victory. You know you could aim and point and shoot, right? Yeah. Like, it's fine. But the, now there's we're understanding more of the strategy behind it. Yeah, and, well, you last know, year
0: was more of a guided hunt. Now you're yes, exactly. you're hunting on your own. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And
1: also I'm not trying year. to make it sound like you're...
3: Pardon? Also this year, the... The hunting season isn't what it is. Um, yeah. We, the breeding season's a little bit late, and that's because of the, the te- um, temperatures and the, the weather around here and the yeah. uh, coyotes in the area.
1: Yeah, and pretty- I'm hoping to talk a little bit more about that later, so uh, put put a pin in that thought. But, yes, I agree with you. I think the season's been very different. Like, Josh, you can continue with your experience there. Well,
2: yeah, and, and that morning I just uh... – you know he he was uh he kind of walked away but he was in the bush i could hear him he was gobbling at me and uh kind of teasing me for like the next 20 30 minutes and then yeah. and then everything went silent about 9:30 a.m. and my phone yeah. is blowing up so i thought i better go to work so packed yeah. up and hiked out of there and went to work and like Amanda said yeah it's uh i'm just a jeff did take us around like we hopped yes. in the in the side by side and he kind of drove me around and said well you know this is sometimes where i see in the morning this is where i see in the evening so at least we got a little bit of the scouting that way but
1: uh but you got to set up the blind you wait the way yeah. you wanted to he yep. made some suggestions but yeah. you set it up the way you thought would and be i best. and i hiked
2: out there myself like i had everything in my pat my backpack and hiked out there and did it myself and then wednesday night was cold i got out after work on wednesday and it was cold and windy and i didn't see a bird didn't hear anything um sunday morning i went out at dawn and it was raining and it was cold and it was windy and not a peep but uh i don't know monday and tuesday i was like a broken old man i got soaked right to the bone on sunday and i got chilled and i I guess i need some new i need some new rain gear um took me about two days to recover so i thought too i need a i need a new chair so i popped in a picture of my my new hunting seat that i picked up at sale kind of excited about that it's super comfortable the only thing i'm worried about it looks like it might bury itself into the mud so we'll see how that goes but uh really really folds up small and light so i could throw that in my backpack no problem so i was kind of excited about that so that's about it for turkey i didn't get a chance to do anything yet this weekend um a little bit too busy with family stuff and Mm-hmm. Um. so we'll see about next week if we get some nice evenings maybe I can get off of work early and check out Jeff's place again um, went to the club this morning I found some free plastic barrels on the buy and sell so I grabbed them to use as barricades so I threw in a picture of those too so I was kind of excited about that because we've been talking about it for a while and kind of the start of our maybe doing IDPA-ish type stuff and get some props and you can use them for a PPC what do they too. want for the barrels? oh they're free Oh, excellent so I couldn't couldn't pass that up
1: yeah it was good
2: Food yeah always good so uh, took Chelsea yeah for sure so I took Chelsea with me um, decided uh, some one on one time is the best so we grabbed the rascals and, and tried those out she did amazing uh, we shot inside and we were at only seven yards but you know I just wanted to start her out nice and close <laughs> um, the peep sight was great. Uh, I was really impressed with with how easy it was to shoot although I did have a hard time kind of holding it naming it I was kind of I didn't know what to do with it. I was like either really crunching it into my shoulder and like then my eyeball was almost on the aperture or holding it out in front of me and like barely having my chin at the back of the stock. But it's I was still able to shoot it pretty well, but it was super uncomfortable for me. So I needed like a, <laughs>
1: Well, I don't know. I was holding it. Not that I've had yeah. a chance to shoot it yet, but I thought it was pretty comfortable. Yeah, for me.
2: I mean, you could still use it, but I mean, yeah. it's just I felt like my eyeball was like right in the aperture and it just felt yeah. weird but uh, she she did great she had she had lots of fun so hoping to take them all out individually i just think you know do a do a time or two one on one and just have it more relaxed and structured
1: yeah
2: so, yeah, so more, i
0: forfeited my yeah That's more fun daddy time daddy daughter time just to you yeah out. that too
1: yeah yeah well we yeah so we did that so i forfeited my time to go to the range because of that though so and that's okay so uh I didn't get around to doing a whole lot. Um, so I did a bit of prep and promotion for the National Range Day for our club in particular, just trying to figure out some of the ins and outs of what we're going to do. Um, get, you know, some Facebook events going and trying to promote the volunteers to come out and assign themselves to something in particular at our club. To We had just uh, newly established a 10-hour volunteer criteria at our club and so that's a brand new thing and i want to give the opportunity for people who maybe aren't physically able to go and do spring cleanup or wood day like to be able to stand there at a booth for you know uh as an information booth or be a, a safety range officer many people can do that if you're able to shoot you can sit there and Be a volunteer to help with safety purposes So uh, I thought it was A great opportunity for our our Members to get their time in and Of course promote something that we All hold near and dear to us So I'm pretty excited About it so I've been thinking about Doing a Facebook live And discussing More with the gun community About how we should be approaching it To the non-gun Community like people who might be Interested so but I don't know, what are your thoughts guys? Should I, should I do it? Should I not? Yeah. What do you think? Yeah.
3: Yeah? Yeah. Totally. yeah. For people that get into guns and understand how to use guns, it's better for yeah. us. Absolutely. A lot, we need that. There. a lot of people out there that don't understand guns and think they're bad, think they're dangerous, and they're not. You just got to know mm-hmm. how to use it. It's the operator that makes the difference.
1: Yeah, I find like my, you know, I find originally when I got into it, I didn't know who to talk to. There's this idea that, you know, if you're really into it, you'll just dive in, do some research and figure out what you need to do. But I'm not that kind of person at all. And if it wasn't for the fact that someone said to me, hey, Josh shoots, you know, maybe you should go with him sometime. And then really, like, that's great. That's something I would love to do. Um, If that conversation didn't happen, then I may not be the shooter that I am today. So I feel like because of that, it's important to just talk about what we're doing. It doesn't need to be an in-depth conversation, but I'm constantly posting pictures of us and the kids uh, at the range and what we're doing. And when I went out for breakfast with Andy today, this, we had our own little girl time today. We did our nails, did our hair and went to breakfast. We walked down to breakfast at the restaurant. And one of the gentlemen that I've known for many years, um, not a shooter to my um incl- uh, inclination but he said hey are you going out to the range today i really love your pictures it's just great i'm glad you do that so
2: it's good that somebody notices
1: well that's the yeah. thing it's like so and i'm like nah i forfeited my range day today but that's cool like i definitely want to do it again it's something that i love so i feel like i need to promote it i just need to get myself situated before i go live i think so we'll we'll see how that all turns out um, so
2: something else we did that we forgot to talk about.
1: What did we forget?
2: We were on uh, Canadian Pepper Podcast, Amanda and I.
1: Yeah, we were. So yeah, um not maybe gun related. We ended up talking about water filtration because we had a couple questions about it and
2: Well the, the the topic of the show wasn't
0: gun related, but it's a no, gun friendly podcast. It
1: is a gun sure. friendly podcast. <laughs> yeah. I definitely recommend anybody who's interested in Yeah, I've listened
0: to a couple episodes. You know,
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. So it, they were a fun group to be a part of. Did you and... listen
0: ours? No,
1: I haven't no, listened. To a... up, no. I have
0: not listened to a podcast in a couple of years. Yeah,
1: so I don't bro- since I retired. Our... Okay. It's I don't even really listen pod- to
0: our podcast.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm I'm guilty for that, too, sometimes. So
0: I, I used to. When, when uh, but
1: I, I'm interested. Yeah.
0: I used to. I used to take the raw one, because I, I was driving to and from work all the time, and I would take the raw audio before we mixed it and edited it, and I would listen to it, and I would download everything. I would download uh, Modern Ruffleman Radio, Slam Fire. I'd have three or four podcasts, and I, that's what I would do at work, is listen to podcasts. Well, now that I'm retired, yeah. I don't want to yeah. listen to podcasts. I'm out in the well, that's
2: If I didn't... Yeah, if I didn't have a job where I drove around all day, I probably wouldn't either,
0: right? Yeah, yeah exactly. But I once don't I'm get in the car, you can that, only listen to – me least... because I was working out in my car, you can only listen to so much music. Yeah. And the podcasts are a lot more fun, which is why I found for the sure. Canadian Prepper podcast because I wanted something different to listen to. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure.
2: No, we had a really good time on there. It was
1: good. Yeah, it was, it was a good time. It was late, Sunday night, late Sunday night, but it was still good. Yeah, I, I don't was...
2: think we finished till 11 o'clock. 11
1: o'clock. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. We're usually in bed by 10 at least, so – all right, well, on to our main topic today, uh, Turkey Season 2022, from a gun shop perspective. So, uh, we have Dustin uh, from Ontario Gun Services, and why don't you first give us a brief uh, description of your personal experience as a gun owner to start? So. Well,
3: I've been into guns for many, many years, um, and I have over a dozen or more guns, and I don't get out and hunt as much as I used to, but it's um, good to get out and target shoot, get out with the kids, get out with the wife, get out with family and friends, and shoot and have fun. Um, I wish I could get out to hunt more, but just haven't had the time, and the health hasn't been the best, but
2: mm-hmm.
3: it's good to see everybody getting out there, coming in, that's coming through the store, wanting, going out to target shoot, or go out and hunt coyotes, turkeys, it's good to see that.
0: Have you seen a, an increase yeah. in women hunters over the last few years? Yes. Um, I've
3: seen a lot of women into it, and I know a lot of women that are into hunting and into guns, um, and it's great to see. Uh, I think it's awesome. Everybody needs to try it, I think, personally. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of biased that totally. way, too. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you don't knock until you try it, right? So that's that's it. So give everything a little bit of a chance. So, uh, so like I said, Josh, uh, some of our listeners have heard Josh talk about Ontario Gun Services. So how about you give us a little rundown of your company? So location, history, uh, and focus of your service based on your local area. So
3: we've been... Reopened again since October 2021. Um, we were having issues with the CFO prior to that. Um, there's a new CFO who um, is a hunter himself, and he was really instrumental in getting us reopened before the deer season. Perfect. And we've uh, we've had a lot of success. So we did have it open back in 2011, um, but we were shut down for several years just because we were having issues with the CFO um, and a couple other. Local gun shops in the area that were inviting us to be there. But we're yeah. back, open because, um, dedicating a lot of time and effort into it. And we've seen a lot of success, and it's good to see everybody that's coming through. Um, we're, we are on Facebook right now, and we are working on getting a website going in early summer.
1: Perfect. Yeah, make sure to send that link to us when you do, because we'll be able to uh, share that. Definitely. Uh, so, whereabouts is your um, shop located?
3: So it's um, one mile north of Kirkton. Um, the address would be seven hundred seven one nine Perth Road one sixty four, Saint Marys.
1: Perfect. Perfect. Yep. I work okay. in Saint Marys. Yep. Yeah, no, I work in Saint Marys. Live in Mitchell, and it's like it's part of that triangle that happens in there. So. If you're on your way to London. It's a nice, easy spot for us to be able to go to if we need anything. So yeah. uh, that's what I really liked about it because before Clinton was probably our closest bet. Yeah. otherwise we went to London or we went to uh, Cambridge and Waterloo. So I mean not ideal for just uh, for what it is that we needed it for. so
3: yeah. and we we'll uh, and mail stuff to you if you need if need be.
1: Okay, perfect.
3: So you're primarily hunting-focused or sports-shooter-focused yeah. or everything? Um, more hunting and, and sports-shooting, reloading. We have a lot of reloading supplies, so we try to support anyone that wants to reload. We try to get them the materials they need or the products they need to reload. Um, we try to have a good selection of slugs, everything you need to hunt and go out and enjoy target shooting. Yeah. Restricted? That was my uh, next we question. Are, we are slowly getting into it. Um, we do have our license for it. We do have some. We're just not advertising it. Just waiting on to see what happens in the federal politics.
0: Yeah, right now, it's that's not a bad idea. Just wait to see what happens because it's – we were thinking about bringing in the uh, Strybog – and uh, good thing that we didn't because they would have been deemed prohibited and the owner would have lost his house. So, yeah, it's you don't want to put a lot of money in stock and then get, then you're screwed. Yeah. You yeah.
3: It's, it's a very very up-in-the-air thing at the moment. I don't Until,
0: think oh, – go ahead. After, we'll find out after this next provincial election. Yeah. That's what we'll decide. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: I'm not I, – I don't know about you guys. I'm not really too worried about it, but
3: mm-hmm. – uh, I've been screwed several times, so I worry about it. I have a gun. I have a gun here at home. It's a 308, three-round clip. It's prohibited because it looks like an assault rifle. It's a fifteen hundred dollar gun. Can't you can't use it?
1: Yeah.
0: My buddy just bought a Springfield M1 competition. Paid five grand for it. He's fired maybe two or three boxes, dialing it in. Prohibited. Well,
1: yes, the that nonsense. I'm I'm. More than aware of and not trying to be negligent of it, but I feel like I'm just saying and not trying to get into politics. But from base of what I heard, there's not really a good chance for. I I feel like conservatives have a good row at it. I'm I'm
0: thinking positive as well, but yeah, you never that's know all you can do.
1: Positive vibes right Ontario
0: now. Ontario is controlled. The votes in Ontario are controlled by Toronto. That they have the major I seats, know. and that's where the biggest liberal concentration is. So.
3: Even federally, Even yeah. federally, it's the city, the big cities that have the control. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: So, okay. So, <laughs> being that you're um, uh, hunting focus, I hear that you have a turkey contest. So, why don't you tell us uh, what your turkey contest is? What are the prizes? Dish it all.
3: We have a contest on right now. It, there's no uh, entry fee for it. It, if you bring in the heaviest bird, you get a two hundred dollar gift certificate. If you've got the biggest or the longest beard, you get a $200 gift certificate. And then everybody at the end goes into a draw, uh, and they get a $200 gift certificate. So and could
2: you could you win the longest beard and win the draw at the end as well? Like you can win no. twice potentially? No. Um,
3: okay. You try to give everybody who hasn't won, will throw everybody's name into a hat. Cool. And try to give somebody who hasn't necessarily had the heaviest bird or longest. So what's,
2: what's the top stat right now? What do I have to
3: beat? 22.8 pounds. Ooh, that's and good. And what about the beard? Uh, 11 inches.
1: 11 wow. inches. Wow, very good. So, okay. So, you know, you were talking a little bit about the uh, hunting season. So, you know, you've got a bird weigh in there, but how's it been? Is it very what soft. you expected it to be? <laughs> yeah, how many turkeys Why? have
3: you seen? How many turkeys yeah. have you weighed? We weighed about 10. Um, It's just, it's a really late season and. Weather hasn't been right. It hasn't been good enough for a lot of people to get out. Um, I have a feeling that last week of turkey season might be busier or it might just not be a good year for it overall.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, we'll see okay. what happens. I, I hope it gets warmer and I hope it gets
0: better. Yeah, I only know one person who's gotten a bird so far.
2: Yeah, well, we. we... I tell you, it's friggin' painful though, following that uh, Ontario, Ontario Turkey Hunters on Facebook. It's like opening day at like. You know, 7 a.m., everybody's posting all their birds. I was like, screw you guys. <laughs> and it's just been a constant flow of turkeys.
1: <laughs> yeah. The coyotes
2: are a problem as well. Like, Yeah, I'm seeing some pictures of those too. Jeff gave me some buckshot. <laughs> he said, if you see any coyotes, be ready. I think they should
3: uh, bring a bounty back for them.
0: They were talking about that, but it never materialized.
3: Yeah, I would I'd like to see it just because there's so many in this area. Even the deer population is down <laughs>
0: When I walk my dog at the dog park, it's all fenced in. We're right down, right on the lake, right near the hydro field. And several times I can see coyotes just sitting, waiting. And there's a little metal where the hydro field and they're just sitting there, just looking <laughs> at the dog park. And, you know, if there was a single person in there with a small white dog, they take it.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, that wouldn't be good. So, so coyotes are obviously a big problem for the, the animal.
0: Oh yeah, they're a big problem out here too.
1: Population they're... right now. So, uh, what about some other issues that you think hunters are experiencing?
3: I believe um, time. They don't have enough time. That they, the cost, yeah. of everything has gone up, and people are working more. Yeah. Uh, they're taking less time for themselves. Um, mm-hmm. and also, the fact they've been cooped up in a house for two years. So they're they're getting out doing more things than just hunting. They are...
1: Yeah.
3: It's catch-up time. Yeah.
1: Catch-up time. Yeah. I'd agree with that. But you also made a mention in, in your notes here, it's hard to find turkey ammunition in general. Would, yeah. would you guys agree with that? It's
3: okay.
0: Expensive. It's very expensive, turkey loads. Yeah. Um,
3: like we,
0: we've got lots in stock, but it's it's, it's like five expensive. rounds worth, 30,
3: 35 bucks? like uh the f- most popular one is long deer, 3 inch long Beard, number 5 4 6. Uh they're going for 40 bucks a box almost.
0: Yeah.
3: And you know, you can go to you can go to a grocery store and buy a turkey for probably $30. And probably but nothing. they don't
2: they don't like you firing off guns in the grocery store though. No. <laughs>
0: Well, then you look at it this way. If you get your bird in your first shot, there's five rounds in there, so it's only going to cost you $5 for the turkey if you shoot it.
2: Plus patterning.
0: Yeah, well, yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm still working on the box. I've got plenty of shots from the box I bought last year. so. Yeah,
1: <clears throat> so it's not a <sighs> – I know that it's been a struggle, but, uh, yeah, I haven't heard so many people uh, having success, and so I was just kind of curious – about all that but you know all those points make sense uh, so as a new shooter, what gear is necessary in European because I feel like Josh not you know going out in the rain with no ring gear so at what do you all. so what do
3: you have for turkey suits <laughs> waterproof turkey suits <laughs> um we do we don't have much at the moment again hard to get the right products we can get some cheap stuff but it's just not good quality so it's not real. Worth its yes. time. Um, for me, good rain suit if you're gonna go out in the wet. Um, if it's gonna I'd always get it a little bigger, get it like a, a size bigger so you can if it's gonna be colder, bundle up. Um mm-hmm. just have your basic calls. Nothing too expensive, nothing too out there. Um I see that the mouse calls are, are more popular and Quaker makes um a beginner call. Kinda helps you out, get you started. Um, well, that's funny you bring that up though too, because that was a problem I had when I
2: was out in the rain. My box call got soaked, yeah. <laughs> so it was real not very useful.
3: They they do have uh, Quaker has one that is called H2O, and it's designed. It's a box call, and it's designed for getting wet. Okay,
1: oh, that's uh, good.
3: Yeah, I've never tried a mouth call.
2: It'd be interesting. Yeah, I, it, it I takes a while to get used to them.
0: them. Because you, you have to actually cut the diagram so it fits the, the top of your mouth to, to get it working properly. But once you do, the best place to practice is in your car driving to and from work. Because you roll down the <laughs> window. You, know, you start clucking turkeys. People go, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. entertaining driving, yeah. doing turkey calls.
1: But from what I was reading and watching, um, uh, mouth calls are more for shorter distance. So like if you see them right there. Whereas if you're trying to do a louder call, isn't the box a better it's option? Better.
3: Yes, and you can always um, buy some handheld electronic calls, um, and they're pretty inexpensive, about fifty bucks.
1: Okay. And,
3: um, if you're not good or you don't feel confident enough, they're kind of a good way to uh, to help yourself out. Um, How are those uh, slate pot calls in the rain? I've never had. i never really used them, but I, I I don't I don't sell a lot of them. I sell more of the mouth and the box calls. Because they're they work better. Um, yeah. Also the, a hand call, it's the gobble call, and it works really good.
2: A lot of people like that. Yeah, I guess the diaphragm call is hands free, so that's good.
0: Yeah. Nice thing about the the electric calls is sometimes you can get more than one species in that call. You can get turkey, or you it could also have a coyote yeah. call in it as well too. So. Oh,
1: very good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, so it's, even though. Feels
0: it feels a little bit like cheating. Feels like a red dot. I
1: don't Oh. <sighs>
2: But, On
0: a compensated 22? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. I so still won. What would be What would be considered excessive or not needed? Because, like, to me, the, Josh kind of makeshifted his <laughs> own blind, right? Which was just a couple of wooden pegs. It's, uh, and,
2: cam- camo burlap and stakes.
1: Yeah. So, whereas I thought, you know, maybe... And I, had a head,
2: I had a head thing, like a ghillie head cover.
1: Yeah. So... <laughs> I am, but we had talked about buying a blind. Yeah, is is a blind considered a luxury? I would have stayed
3: dry on Sunday.
1: Yeah, you would have <laughs> instead of the rain suit. Um,
3: yes and no. A blind is a handy thing if you are going to go to the same spot over and over and over for a certain period of time. If you invest two hundred, two hundred fifty dollars into a, a blind that two or three people can sit in, and you can kind of leave it there, it would save you some time. Um, they do make good two or three person blinds that are easy to carry, not very heavy. They're quick pop up. Um, I think that's a, a nice to have. It kind of covers you in if you are getting rain or what, or mosquitoes or something. You can kind of and control your scent as well. Yeah. So
1: okay, so is there any like over the top uh, hunting gear that you would say nah, like like don't waste your time with this?
3: Uh, Super expensive electronic calls um, and some super expensive box calls, slate calls that are way up there in price. You don't need the most expensive thing to go and get a turkey. You just get the simple. You don't have to buy the most expensive. Um, you don't need a whole bunch. Small little pack. Take some lunch. That's pretty much it. You don't need a whole bunch.
0: Same with blinds. You can you can spend a fortune and blinds that are elevated and up the air. for, And you just need something simple, really.
1: Yeah. So how much should he be spending on a rain suit then?
3: Well, you can get some good rain suits for around $100. Bucks. Um, okay. Uh, I know, you know he's cringing. <laughs> I would uh, if, if you don't want to get wet, I would invest in a new good suit. Because um, ultimately, comfort will make you stay out there longer. Yeah.
2: Well, that was it, right? Like I just yeah. thought, well, what if I stay another 15 minutes? What if I stay another 15 minutes and I kept doing that and I was like I just I give up. Well,
1: because you <laughs> said the moment that, that the rainy day, the
3: rainy morning, Yeah, as
2: soon as I got on the road, it it got sunny. It got
3: sunny. So, <laughs> but it... I was so miserable, I couldn't I couldn't stay any longer. I yeah. think investing in a blind would would be a good idea. Okay. More so than a rain suit. Yeah, because you can sit there in comfort and Sit inside that blind. There, they make some blinds that are in around two hundred, two hundred fifty dollars, and they're easy to carry, easy to transport, pop up, not much to it. Take you less than a minute to set it up.
1: Very good. Alrighty. Uh, I think. Uh, any other final thoughts there that you want to throw in, Dustin, about the hunting season?
3: I just hope it picks up for everybody. I want to see everybody out with a getting a bird and bringing it in. Oh. I hope the season gets picks up in the next
0: couple of weeks. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Thomas, are you planning on hunting at all or no?
0: I haven't even renewed my outdoors card yet. Uh
1: okay. So.
0: I'm, I'm planning on doing the fall season because I know uh, for the last few years, Kathy didn't have any of the fields uh, planted. So I know sure. she uh, she actually has rented it out for the local farmers for the last couple of years. So now I'll, I'll have grain on the ground and stuff. So I'm going to go scouting in the summertime. See where I see where I can find where they're roosting. How far away is she? She's about an hour drive. Um, okay, not too bad. I do have a rain suit and I do have a blind, so I'll be okay. I'll be comfortable wise. I don't have a decoy. I had uh, <clears throat> I had several decoys, it, the the sponge ones, and unfortunately I left them in the closet, and my cat Ozzy decided that he hated those decoys. He <laughs> every yeah. he shredded them all shredded i think i have one decoy in the garage still so but kathy has decoys i could probably borrow a couple of hers
2: so okay so that brings us back to the decoy conversation because i am interested to know what other people do because uh the day before turkey opening day uh we went to see a friend who's unfortunately her husband passed away but he had a lot of hunting stuff so i wound up buying uh a jake and three hens plus the hen i already had so I've got four hens and a jake to work with. What What would you recommend? What's my best setup? Does it depend on time of day or time of the season? Time of season.
3: The time of season and placement. Um, a lot of jakes like to see the fan out. No, I don't have a fan. I've just got a jake.
2: Like It just okay. has like a red and white head yeah. and a beard sticking off of it, but there's no fan
3: on it. Okay. They... The placement you gotta gotta place them well. You gotta see what they're doing. Um, this year's hard to say what to do right because the season's so out of out of shape, out of whack. Um, but placement—if you can place them in a good tight group, try that. If that doesn't work, spread them out a bit. Um, it's all trial and error this year. I've heard people doing stuff tight. I've seen them moving them out, using that just not a good season for it. Yeah.
1: So do you think three, two jakes and or two hens and a jake? Or...
3: I'd try three hens and a jake.
1: Three hens and oh, a jake? Yeah? Okay. Okay.
3: Okay. Um, because that, that gives that other jake more of a chance. Yeah. If there's a jake coming up, he can only... Because otherwise
2: he might, he might be intimidated by what's already
3: going on? Yeah. You could even try just putting the three hens out. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that'd be fun.
3: <laughs> that would be fun if that you were a, if fun. you were a turkey. If you were a turkey, <laughs> that's
1: a good time.
0: Yeah.
1: Get your pick. One of them will will allow you right to to. Uh, you see,
0: I don't do use chicks. I just so. I just had
2: hens. So do you find later in the season is maybe is is later in the season maybe better because. A lot of the hens have already mated and the, the, the
3: uh, toms are getting desperate, or does that matter at all? Um, This year would be really off to say because the breeding is so late. They're so yeah. far behind right now. Yeah. I would say with mm-hmm. three hens out, you probably have a Jake coming in if you're in the right area.
1: Very good. Hmm. Okay.
3: Got to get back out there.
1: Yes, you do. We'll figure it out. How, you know what? You go get me a turkey. I will consider that my Mother's Day gift. So if you go out
3: tomorrow. <laughs> oh, now the pressure's on.
0: really on. We're going to starve on Mother's Day.
1: Yeah, I want who one. To,
0: who has to clean it?
1: You do. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Dustin. I appreciate your, your input there and uh, for entertaining us for the evening. It's always good to get some information. And... Uh, Glad to meet someone else who's local and supporting the uh, firearms community. So thank you so much. Yeah,
2: we'll have to pop out and see you. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. hey, Josh, why don't you go ahead and talk a little bit about uh, uh, our first event?
2: Well, uh, National Range Day. We've talked about that every week for the last few weeks, and uh, it's June 4th. Uh, check your local range to see if they're hosting an event, and if they're not, ask them why. And yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're we're local to Perth County, so we'll be uh, we'll be doing one at the Milverton Rod and Gun, and uh, we'll have volunteers to help educate and demonstrate how to safely use a firearm and how, and allow interested members of our community to participate. Uh, demonstration is free, and we'll we're gonna have a barbecue lunch uh, to purchase, and uh, you know members and gun enthusiasts can talk and share this event.
1: Yeah, I posted the link there as well for our Facebook event, so uh, feel free. I posted it also on the new Shooter Canada page as well. So share, share, share. Talk, talk, talk. Get we're it out there. We're just gonna we're
2: just gonna try to keep it, you know. Yeah. Uh, just like an open house basically. You yeah. know, we can do some club tours and just I, I just the like you said with the Facebook live is just struggling to get to the non gunnies because I mean. Our own circles are easy to talk to. Right. So we've all got to rely on everybody finding, you know, that guy at work that maybe said something or you think he might be interested or somebody, you know, to try to pique their interest and bring them out on that day. Right.
1: Absolutely. So for uh, listeners who don't know, this is a CCFR initiative. So the idea was they're the ones that are hoping that the gun community gets involved. They're saying This is what we're doing. We're going to host it at one of our locations or a couple of different locations. I I believe there's one in Ottawa that Tracy's hosting, if I'm not mistaken.
2: But still, Uh, it's Tracy hosting it, not the CCFR. Well,
1: no, it's part of the... They're not
2: sponsoring it. They're They're
1: not sponsoring it, but she's got a big thing going. But the whole idea is... They're, they created this idea, and that's why I called it an initiative, not a sponsorship. Yeah. We're going to have CCFR as a booth, are we yeah, not? Yeah, so we've they're going to be there. One of our
2: members is a field officer, so he's going to set up a booth. Yep. So that's
1: perfect. Now, we're not going to be as crazy as Tracy with like carnival, bouncy castles, bouncy castles <laughs> yeah. and all that jazz. We were just listening to her well, podcast about what, what that. They're,
0: what they're doing is they're starting the first year, and they're hoping after this that all the advocacy groups support range day every year they're hoping to make it a national yeah. event annually they're just yeah. putting the stepping stone to get going and they're inviting all the other groups to get involved with them as well
1: i agree and that's that's the way we got to do it is positivity yeah. that's how we're going to bring people together so alrighty, uh thomas why don't you go on and talk about
0: so East Hill Outdoors is also having the turkey contest. You can bring your bird in to get it weighed. There's different prize categories for each weight, uh, beard, spurs, etc. Um, if you wanna get in the contest and not get in a bird, you can go in the store and get a fast track entry. Uh, that'll cost you $20 to get your t-shirt. And Kevin always puts on a big event. So there's $10,000 worth of prizes. There's guns, bows, blinds, everything. So he said, if, if you can't get a bird because things are so bad, Go to the store. You can still get in the contest. You won't win the biggest bird prize, but you'll get. And if you enter and you win a category for that biggest bird, you're still entered into all the other prizes as well too. If you win a bird prize, so oh. it's so if you enter with the bird, you get like a double whammy. But you can still enter the the main prize and uh, just for twenty bucks. So Kevin always puts on a big contest.
1: Well, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Well, uh, if you have any uh, feedback, questions, or comments, you can go and email us at host at newshootercanada.ca. um uh, may post a comment on our Facebook or Instagram page or the comments section at our website, newshootercanada.ca. Don't forget to uh, hit a like um, and uh, follow us on Instagram and leave us a reading on iTunes. So... Well, thank you very much, gentlemen, for entertaining me. It's
3: beautiful out there.
0: Dustin, sure for, thank you for taking your time on a Saturday with us.
3: No yes. Thank we appreciate you, thank it. You. I'm just going to add, Albert. our website um, will be up and running early summer 2022. You can go to imperialgunservices.com. It will redirect yes. you to OntarioGunServices.ca, or you can actually go to Lake and Run Gun, and it will re- redirect you to our site.
0: Oh, and I just Andy. I just joined your Facebook page, so you can also contact them on Facebook and Messenger as well.
3: Yeah,
1: Thank you. All right, Thomas, any shout-outs today?
0: Okay, I'll do a shout-out. We went to my great-niece, Maeve. I, she's one-year-old today, and with COVID, we we finally got to see my little great-niece. So, shout-out to Maeve.
1: Oh, wonderful.
2: How about she a shout-out to She Sarah just Sarah. turned
0: That's one. her birthday, too, isn't it? Oh, yeah, Sarah's birthday, too. Yeah, yesterday? Yesterday? yesterday. Some, yeah. Yeah.
1: today is your birthday she gets a double shout
0: out because she's got to put up with Mike so
1: yeah. yeah so birthday and Mother's Day weekend she's got a double whammy. So she'll be well good.
0: taken care of Mike loves yes. Sarah very very much
1: yes he does So also shout out to Sarah um, also shout out to Dustin for joining us uh, that's awesome really love to meet new members of our community so thank you thank you thank you we'll so.
2: have to get you out to Milverton sometime
3: yes come and shoot with us I would love to. Oh, wonderful. Let me know the next day you're doing it, and I'll come out. All right, sounds good. Wicked. Josh's I... next birthday. Yeah. There you go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alrighty, Josh, any shout-outs?
2: Uh No, I think everything got covered just, I guess, well, I should shout out Ian at CPP, uh, Canadian Prepper Podcast, for inviting us on. That was awesome. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we should post a link to that in the notes as well. And yeah. hopefully everybody can give that a listen and add that to their list of podcasts as well.
0: Perfect. And mm-hmm. we should we should shout out Jay because he has invited us up to the Heronia Gun Club for, for some matches yeah. this summer. Yes. Uh, yes. Right now with I'm getting Friday and Saturday shifts, so unless things change, I won't be able to make it. But I know Mike and you guys are interested in going to one of his matches. So.
1: Well, yeah, we're definitely. I know Mike is, and I know mm-hmm. we're we're just trying to nail down. What's going on? I've with had a Josh's lot of work.
2: yeah, I've had lots of changes at work with on call schedule and stuff, so I'm trying to nail down what
3: weekends I have free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so
1: all right, Dustin, any outs
3: I wish every mother out there happy Mother's Day. Oh, sucker! Oh, perfect.
0: Oh, <laughs> he got, got the best one.
1: Alrighty, well, Thanks
0: thank everyone.
1: you so. You're welcome. Well, until next time, go ahead and shoot like a girl.
0: Choose your caliber wisely. Be barrels-pointed downrange and smoking.
1: And, Dustin, do you have a tagline that you would like to uh, share? I
0: will be back again. Excellent.
1: will be back again. I love I'd it. I'll be back. Alrighty. Good night, Good everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or feedback you may have, or if you just want to call shenanigans. You can contact us at host at newshootercanada.ca or through our Facebook page. The way they look, I like the shiny steel and the
2: polished wood. I don't care if they're big or small, they're for sale or sail, I want them all. I like guns, I like guns, I like guns.